0: the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
1: It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm gonna get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's gang time.
0: It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Allen Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward Weiss, and Ryan Fox. Hey, welcome to Tuesday. This is
2: game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we kick off a, a brand new day and game week. Uh, in fact, our our coverage of the, uh, of the, uh, the Armed Forces Bowl will begin this afternoon with Matt Mosley broadcasting live from Fort Worth, and uh, we'll be up there with him and uh, get that thing rolling this afternoon, so that, that'll that be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, go around the horn and check in. How are we, Ward Whites? Tired of the drizzle.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's a, I didn't know I was supposed to do it today. I woke up this morning, and I was like, really? Huh. It was
3: all day yesterday. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. That was nice, wasn't it? No. <laughs> you know. Bring some white stuff. Or rain. Or just rain. But don't no, don't just bring some white stuff. Tired of the rain.
2: I don't think we're going to get Tired the white stuff. Tired of the drizzle. I think you better have an overcoat and maybe some long pants. Because we're getting snow. We're not getting snow. Where's Well, where, you are dreaming. We're getting
3: snow. He's dreaming Christmas. of a white Christmas. <laughs> golly,
2: he beat me to it uh ryan how are you i'm excellent today tom how are he's you excellent ward whites he's excellent did you get a nap i know you were a little tired yesterday
4: i did i got a good nap and then a good night of sleep so i'm oh full of energy yeah
2: it was excellent a nap and good sleep how about that i'm there ready go. to go all right well good we got two hours to cover try to cover it all here today uh did you watch any of the green bay game last night mm-hmm Man, was that
3: miserable looking. That looked fun. You think? Yeah.
2: That looked cold. That looked really cold.
3: Or just one time at Lambeau in that weather. No. Or snow. No. Yes. Absolutely. I don't want to go to Lambeau when it's 60 degrees.
2: Boy, I do. That's exactly when I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> 60 no. may be a little cool.
3: <laughs> no way. 24-12 Packers over the Rams. Rams are done.
2: It's two bad teams. I mean it is. It's two bad teams. Green Bay's not very good. Did they not score a touchdown until the second half? Is that right? When they when they when they made it 10? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Is that right? I don't know. I was I was flipping in and out of it. But I, I, watched them, I watched them get to 10.
3: No. Right. Green Bay scored in the second quarter. I knew they did. Yeah. Green Bay had a touchdown in the second quarter. And then they had the nice drive in
2: the third quarter. They did have a nice drive in the third quarter. They mixed it up, run, pass. All right. I missed that one. Yeah. But I, I had to turn it off because I was getting cold watching it. It was 10-6 at halftime. Yeah.
3: Okay. So the Rams. Getting cold watching it. I did, didn't you? You're going to be miserable Thursday night.
2: Probably. Unless they keep the windows closed. Well, I'm sure the windows will be closed. Don't say that. I'm sure they will. They're always open at McLean. Always open at McLean. Let me repeat myself.
3: Always <laughs> open at McLean. Okay, have you had a game where it's nine degrees? Not nine, but it's okay. been cold. Okay, nine's a little different. We can call TCU. I'll call you, I'll call and find out.
2: I have no idea. I have no idea. And, and again, I know that the temperatures going to drop, but what's it going to be a kickoff? I don't. Who knows? Who knows? And does this front maybe slow down a little bit? Does it speed up? I, who knows? Well, it's going to have to speed up to get that snow here. You're not getting snow. Stop. All right. Our CNC Collegiate Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Do we have a weatherman that can predict the snow for for Ward? Is there any possibility whatsoever for
3: snow? I don't know. I think there's a slight possibility.
2: Well, there's always a slight possibility. That's true. So... (laughs) Oh, boy. Let's see. Uh, there's basketball tonight, Baylor Northwestern State, as uh, Scott Drew's bunch will wrap up the the third portion of the season before Christmas, take a little Christmas break. Tomorrow, there's Baylor women's basketball against Long Beach State. No, that game is going to be over on 104.9 tomorrow, so we'll have that for you. We'll give you details on that a little bit later. Uh, tomorrow's also signing day. So it's it's going to be a crazy wacky day for Baylor football as they will hold a press conference to discuss the bowl and all and obviously they'll uh, there'll be some conversation about signing day tomorrow's signing day they call it the early signing day but it's signing day I mean don't you guys agree that that's that's kind of the day that's where it's morphed to yeah yeah I mean it's they can't they even just get rid of the other one I mean.
3: Why not? Maybe they eventually will.
2: Huh. All right. Let's see. <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh there is predictions for snow in Buffalo. <laughs> That's on our CNC well, Collision Center go. text line. Told you, it's good snow. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it, predictions of snow in Buffalo. What game was it the other day that they had? They had to, you know clear the field was it buffalo yeah it was it's buffalo yeah. and miami wasn't it mm-hmm. they had to clear the field
4: then there's a few weeks ago when buffalo the detroit game or the week before the detroit game they had to move to detroit to play their game because there's like six feet of snow in buffalo or something like that
3: winds on thursday night uh-huh north to northwest at 26 miles per hour could gust up to 40 oh, yeah man. okay
2: it's going to be cold. We've, we've established that, but at some point, cold is just cold. Isn't it? You just, you, you can't feel your fingers. I mean, you know, it's cold is cold. So heck it's a ball game. Let's go, let's go play. And that's what we're going to do. Uh, as the, uh, as the bears take on air force, did you say 25 miles per hour?
3: Yeah, 19 miles per hour gusting up to – uh, 15 to 25 gusting up to 40. Nice.
2: That's
3: up front coming through.
2: <laughs> That's
3: exactly what that is.
2: Oh, well, it is what it is. And uh, so you go play the game, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, All right, uh, 708. Uh, anything else Anything else going on in your world? I mean, you got everything done for Christmas. You ready to go? No. What do you mean no? No. No. It's this week. Uh, Yeah, I I get that. (laughs) I'm done. I'm finished. I'm ready to roll. Okay. I I felt the pressure to get it done before leaving for Fort Worth, Mm -hmm. you know, where we'll be working for several days, and then getting back, you know, late Thursday night. I didn't want to mess with it on Friday. Right. So I felt the pressure to kind of go ahead and and just – Knock it out, so it's knocked out and wrapped. Now I would tell you this: I would never ever show my wrapping to anybody because it is horrendous. So smart. What they make bags for? Huh? And I use uh, I use bags. I did. I use bags, but I felt like I needed to wrap a couple of them, you know, so you can tear into them. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, well, I used about six miles of paper. <laughs> For how many gifts? One. Why you
3: have them wrapped at the store?
2: Well, yeah, but some of the stuff was. Here we go. Some of it was was Ryan Foxed. It uh, was ordered.
3: Yeah. So. Uh-oh. Yeah, if you order it, <laughs> that's not gonna yeah, happen.
2: No. Yeah, that wrapping at the store thing. <laughs> yeah, that's another reason. <laughs> anyway, so. I'm just so Ryan are you done? You ready to go?
4: Yes. Hmm. I completely finished up Saturday night. I was ordering while I was at the state championship still. Ordering. Ordering.
2: All right, this Making guy notes. says I was wrong. <laughs> Rudolph cost $10 at HEB. I saw it last night, not 5. If that makes you feel better. No, <laughs> it doesn't. Not that I know that there's
3: going to be a marathon. Yeah, it's going to be free here in
2: Christmas Tomorrow Eve. Night.
3: Tomorrow night it starts.
2: The marathon? Mm-hmm. On what channel? Freeview. And they're going to run it for a week?
3: Well, they're going to run classic Christmas movies, and part of the promo that I saw last night was Rudolph and Frosty.
2: Huh. Because I saw where Rudolph and Frosty on Christmas Eve, one, then the other, one, then the other, one. It was like Maybe that's know.
3: how they're going to do that, but I'm, yeah. they're starting a classic Christmas Marathon starting tomorrow night.
2: Well, what what, what channel so does you, you the 25 DVR'd days it. of
3: Christmas or whatever? That's, ah. that's Freeview. Huh.
2: Yeah, I'm a little frustrated. But I wanted to see it last Saturday night, and that was the only way to see it. You know, this on-demand stuff. hmm uh-huh. Well, they demanded $10 Let's, from me before they'd show it to me. Unless you
3: go to Amazon.
2: What do you mean? I What's did go to Prime. Is that where you got it? No, but I went there, took a look around, couldn't find it, and 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 I told you I ended up on uh, Apple TV to uh, make my purchase. All right, eleven after seven. This is game time. We are uh, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. We are in the Alan Samuels Studios as we kick off a uh, Tuesday morning. We're going to talk about the Cowboys and the Eagles. We'll do it next on ESPN Central Texas.
5: This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. In the gun, Prescott snapback, handoff Elliott. Only heard here. Driving, pushing, touchdown!
1: All season. Ezekiel Saturday afternoon it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station
4: it's the Cowboys and the Eagles this Saturday at 2 30 on ESPN Central Texas
5: when you do whatever it takes to get the job done they say you're on it at ASCO Equipment they work hard to get the job done and get it done right They partnered with Doosan Forklifts, because they get the job done, too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. It's
3: happening now. The year-end inventory sell at Lone Star Structures. Prices have been slashed on in-stock storage sheds, greenhouses, kids' playhouses, chicken tractors, porch swings, picnic tables, and gliders. Conveniently shop their inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com or visit their location at the I-35 Midway Drive exit in Temple or on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Ask about their rent-to-own options for select items. Lone Star Structures is family owned and operated and has been building top-notch storage sheds since 1997. They have earned a solid reputation for good old-fashioned workmanship and professional service. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call Lone Star Structures today at 254-773-5400. Hurry in, sell in soon.
0: Merry Christmas from Game Time. Weekday 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas.
6: This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more video, Calling, sharing every memory, So happy together Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details.
0: When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or or UBEO.com.
7: You're invited to drop by and check out the new Waco location for Pioneer Steel & Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, Highway 6, next to Busby Feed. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor, and now they are bigger and better. The new location features a huge showroom with over 2,000 items, including all the do-it-yourself steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers, and you'll find all the welding supplies your job requires. Pioneer Steel & and Pipe also has a great selection of rebar and accessories. Plus, they now stock Sackrete, and they are the one-stop shop for custom metal building supplies and metal roof panels for your home or business. It's a new store, but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices customers expect. Locally owned and operated since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, Highway
0: 6, next to Busby Feed, and at PioneerBoys.com. Game time is brought to you by big boys record service, good feet and advanced foundation repair.
2: All right, seven fifteen. This is game time here on ESPN central Texas, Tom Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us as uh, we, uh, so we talked some Cowboy football. The Cowboys are going to take on the Philadelphia Eagles this Saturday, Christmas Eve, and you can catch the game right here on ESPN Central Texas. So if you're getting out and about going to Grandma's house, we'll have the broadcast for you with Brad and Babe right here and Christy, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. I want to go back to Sunday's game with, with Jacksonville. And ironically, I was thinking about this last night and yesterday afternoon, and it was starting to really drive me crazy which is not a, you know, it's a short trip. Uh, and then, ironically, there's an article that's even more extensive about it in The Athletic today. But I kept going back to that, that final drive. You know, you, Ward, yesterday we kept saying, hey, one first down and you win the football game. One first down and you win the football game. But stop and think about how that, one, that, that drive went. Three plays, zero yards. But here's – and I know there's a lot of complaints about the first couple of plays. They were running plays. Here's my complaint. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. You 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 forced Jacksonville to call their first two timeouts on those two running plays. So to me, so now you got third and ten. So to me, you've got you've got a choice. You make a a call to where you throw for the first down in that ten to fifteen yard range. So that's one of those one of those tight ends that are very reliable, or it's your number one target, C.D. Lamb. You don't throw it 75 yards down the field to your number three guy. You're throwing the deep ball. You're throwing the fly route, the go, whatever you want to call it, and you're throwing it to your – you're not even targeting your number one wide receiver. Or you run the stinking ball and force them to call that last time out and just think where they would have been. If you punt, flip the field, and they don't have a timeout, you may still win the game in regulation. They may not get there in time. Yeah. But you didn't. You throw a low percentage pass, and I don't care what part of the game it is. The deep ball is a low percentage pass. Well, it is. And you're throwing it to Noah Brown and not C.D. Lamb.
3: Either way, I play calling was terrible in that whole series.
2: Well, you can't make that call. You got to you got to give yourself a chance to th- to throw for the first down. Not 50 yards down the field. You're throwing a 10 to 15 yard route and you're trying to find one of those big tight ends or you're trying to find CD Lamb. You're not trying to find Noah Brown on a fly route? Well, so I, why did they do that?
3: Well, and, and I don't Why do they I get cute? I didn't see the underneath routes either. Maybe that was just, you know, you're always going to have a receiver on the go route. To try to clear some stuff out, and so maybe everything else underneath was covered, and he just went deep. Maybe, but
2: it certainly looked like that was the target. It looked like that was the target from the time he threw the ball. (laughs) From the time he took the shotgun snap, is what it looked like to me. I mean, I go back and look at the film and see
3: what the underneath. Do it. There
2: has to be more. I mean, you're telling me everybody underneath is covered. Well, that's a yeah. It can happen. Then run the ball. Don't throw it 75 yards. Make the, make the, make them. Then you run the ball, and you make them call the last dad burn timeout. You threw it 50 yards down the field for an incompletion. You saved their timeout, and it was a low percentage play. That's my complaint, and I'm sticking to my complaint.
3: Well, you can if you want. I just have to see the
2: film. I don't know. They, um, it, it's a, there's a great article, if you get a chance, in The Athletic about the last five possessions the Cowboys had.
3: Well, again, I go back to Kellen Moore's play calling, and sometimes it's very questionable. Sometimes it's right on the money. I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think sometimes he gets over his skis and tries to get too cute. You but know, the one the- thing that, the one thing that was very, very evident when Cooper Rush was the quarterback was the close to the vest play calling that occurred for the Cowboys. And it worked, and Kellen Moore didn't get too cute, and there wasn't a lot of window dressing or anything else. It was was just, it was just straight. Let's go play some football. It was mayonnaise on bread. Let's go. Yeah, and it hasn't. When Dak's in there, he turns it loose a little bit, and sometimes that backfires on him, and he starts reaching. It just seems like now. I I don't know. To me, that's what it seems like.
2: How do you approach? Look, Jalen Hurts is hurt. Uh uh-huh. he's got a spring shoulder, may or may not play. Probably won't. I wouldn't play him. Why would you if you're the Eagles? I don't know. I mean, this game is very – it's just not that big a deal anymore. Cowboys got beat. This game is – and I know, here we go, that mathematical stuff. But here we go. This game is, is pretty much meaningless. Yeah, it, it's it's a game on
3: the schedule. A win for the Cowboys does nothing.
2: Not much. If you're the Eagles, sit him, rest him, make sure he's 100%. Mm -hmm. For those last couple of ball games. you're making a run to the Super Bowl. You are making a run to the Super Bowl. Dallas is making a run to the H-E-B to buy snacks for the Super Bowl.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: That's, I mean,
3: let's be honest. Cowboys use Albertson. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: There's H-E-Bs up there now. Do you know that? A couple. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Just thought I'd pass that along. (laughs) Uh, They... uh, and I know that you're a 10-win team, and you may end up at 11 or 12, whatever. Who knows? You may even end up with 13. But you've got to march through three games on the road now. Ain't happening. It's not. They're not going to – they're not getting through the NFC championship game. they got three games on the road to get to the Super Bowl. Not happening. So
3: it's happened before.
2: It has. It has.
3: Uh, but it's a very low possibility. I agree with you. I don't think they're yeah. gonna get to the NFC championship game.
2: No. I, and you know, I think you were joking before we went on the air, they may not get they may not get out of their way yeah, in they time. They may not to, get out of the way and get past the wild
3: card. Yeah. We've seen that movie before,
2: mm-hmm. haven't we? Forty mm-hmm. ers a year ago.
3: I, I don't at home. I don't think that can get the big game. He hasn't done it yet. Nope, this organization hadn't done it in 25 years.
2: That's right. So just laundry list all those quarterbacks. Uh, so no, that's uh, the the question on the CNC Collision Center text line said, so do you arrest some of the Cowboys and and get ready for the uh, a wild no. card push? No. no, play them. Let's go. Y- yeah, no, I- I'm highly. That was – you were kind of – you know, you weren't kind of – you were in must win to make – you know, you had to beat Jacksonville to make that game meaningful. You were up 27-10 to and spit up the bit. And you did it on both sides of the ball.
3: You know, it would have made this game more relevant. Oh, yeah. You still would have needed some help.
2: Certainly. But at least you had a – so you say there's a
3: chance. That's that's your sentence. You had a a small path if you took care of your business.
2: Now you don't.
3: No, I don't see it.
2: No, oh, there's, you know, if you want to get the pencil and paper out, there's a mathematical. If, yeah, you, but don't give me stop. that. Stop. You needed to beat Jacksonville. You didn't get it done. And I know they scored 34 points. You score 34 points, you ought to win. You should. But again, when you have to have a first down and you end up punting on third and 10, 10, that's what the, they, they manage in three plays to get zero yards. And it was third and ten and you uh, fourth and ten and you punted. So <laughs> you it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, lack of execution, lack of proper play calling, you know. And ultimately, we we could sit there and blame Kellen Moore all day long. But who's the head coach? At some point, the head coach has got to go, eat timeout. We're not doing this. We're not.
3: And you believe he has that veto. You still do.
2: I, I do. I, I can't imagine no, he doesn't. I can't imagine you're no, he st- doesn't. then why is he stand on the sideline with a play chart?
3: Because he's getting paid to.
2: Oh, that's that's just I don't know. All right. Uh, a couple other quick notes from the C and C Collision uh, Center Tech. Oh, that one's too long. We'll we'll circle back. I gotta read that one first. Uh here is Well, there's a lot of long ones. Try this one. The Cowboys, let's see. Uh, the Cowboys will be a one-and-done playoff team again. That's from Leon. Yep, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Tampa's not a very good team. So you may get out of the wild card round. I don't know. But you're on the road, and you're playing against Tom Brady. And you can say whatever you want to. They're not very good, and they're not very good. They're not very good. But you know what? Cowboys history, Cowboys history says when he gets to playoff time, they're not very good. So Tom Brady should have stayed retired. I agree. I agree. And go, then go take the gazillions of dollars to do the, the analyst job. I mean, he's got a ton of money waiting on him to sit in the booth and talk about it. So we'll see. All right, uh, it is uh, 7.25. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, a little conversation on the Cowboys. Coming up next, we are going to talk to uh, uh, Brent Brigman from the uh, Colorado Springs Gazette. We'll uh, we'll kind of talk some Air Force. Uh, that's the Bears' next opponent coming up on Thursday night. We'll do that next right here on your flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. Uh-huh.
8: Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A starter on defense gets benched, and there's big injury news out of Philly in advance of the Christmas Eve showdown with the Eagles. Details after this.
0: fast reliable secure it's not complicated
9: 5g requires compatible plan and device 5g may not be available in your area see att.com slash 5g for you for details becky hammond on being the first woman to coach in the nba
10: what if it's no big deal that i'm a woman what if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label
9: it's not about where others say you should be it's about where you want to go
10: The Cowboys host the Eagles Saturday, but Philly
8: quarterback Jalen Hurts suffered a sprained throwing shoulder in their win over the weekend, so there's a chance Gardner Minshew could be under center. Head coach Mike McCarthy faced Minshew in last year's regular season finale. We've already looked at our last game of the year with with Gardner, so we'll be ready for Gardner or Jalen. Will start at cornerback for Dallas against Minshew or Hertz. Kelvin Joseph was benched late in Sunday's loss to the Jags in favor of Nashawn Wright, who McCarthy says played well and has a chance to compete in practice this week to start Saturday.
9: Nashawn did a
2: nice job. So, another, another super competitive young man. So uh, no one works harder.
9: No one puts more extra time than he does. So he'll do well with his opportunity. That's today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
3: I'm Ward Wines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update brought to you by Asco Equipment. UMHB Football named seven players to the Associated Press D3 All-American team, three first team and four second team. KJ Miller was first team offense, and Sante Parker and Titus Dunk were named first team on defense. Kyle King, Ethan Rugman, and Anthony Avila were named second team offense, and Duran Hill was named second team defense. Marshall beat UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, 28 to 14. Two bowl games today, Eastern Michigan and San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and Liberty versus Toledo in the Buckle-Ritan Bowl. Monday night football, Packers eliminated the Rams from playoff contention with a 24-12 win last night. Minnesota beat the Mavericks last night, 116 to 106. Eagles Jalen Hurts has a sprained shoulder and may miss the Dallas game on Saturday night. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN
0: Central Texas. The source for Baylor Athletic News and Information, ESPN Central Texas. 730. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time. Tom,
2: Ward, Ryan. We're glad you're with us. And we are presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep brand Fiat, your friend in the car business coming up Thursday night up at Fort Worth. It is the uh, Baylor Bears and Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. And we are joined now by uh, Brent Brigman from the Colorado Springs Gazette. Brent, first of all, thanks for your time. Tell Baylor fans what what they might expect to see from Air Force, just from from the pageantry aspect of playing one of the – one of the military's programs?
12: Well, I mean, obviously, when they're not at home, a lot of that is taken away. You know, when when Air Force is at home, you have the cadets march onto the field, you have flyovers, uh, you know, whenever when Air, Force, Air Force scores, uh, the freshmen come down and do push-ups on the field, you know, and plus, obviously, you just you have to go to the gates, you're in a, a military, you know, base. <laughs> so some of that is taken away when they're on the road, but you're still going to see cadets in uniform, in the stands, Um, you know, just the way the team generally carries itself just looks a little different than most teams. Uh, You see that in basketball, you know, especially when they're out there for the anthem and the guys are completely at attention, whereas the other team is kind of rocking back and forth. And, you know, it's just there's just a different vibe to a service academy. So when you take away the football aspect, you still have, you know, these guys and their, you know, short crop haircuts and, and everything else with just that different look to them.
3: For this offense, how impressive is it what they've been able to do all season long with that triple option and, and just stay on, on track and stay ahead of the chains?
12: Yeah, what's been weird this year is they've been able to do it without much of a passing game. You know, Usually they have a pretty good complementary attack you know, through the air, and as soon as teams start creeping up to the box, they take advantage of it. This year there really hasn't been as much of that. And they've really leaned on fullback Brad Roberts, who he has 1,600 yards. Air Force had never had a 1,500-yard back in a season. He's already at 1,600 with one more game. And, you know, all of those yards are coming between the tackles. So it's been really impressive that teams know exactly what's coming. And yet Brad Roberts, in particular, in that offensive line, have been able to make it happen anyway.
2: Brent, is is it more impressive to see what the offense has done by leading the nation in rushing, or the fact that they're number one in total defense?
12: I think the defense, especially this was the first year under defensive coordinator Brian Norr, so you didn't really know what was going to happen with the defense when you lose a longtime coordinator, um, John Rudzinski. But you know they've been able to get get offenses off the field immediately. And yeah, of course part of that is playing complementary style because the offense eats so much clock. But I've seen Air Force in years where the defense was not like this, and they were giving up 40 points a game and things like that. So it's not just the product of the offense. It's it's really a sound defense. There's a lot of good talent on that defense, too. Trey Taylor, a safety from Texas, who was recruited by Baylor a little bit, has kind of been a leader in the secondary. There's a veteran up front, Chris Herrera, who's from Houston. who uh, He's a three-year starter. Uh, All of those teams have won 10 or more games too. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of kind of hidden talent up there. You know, they got no postseason accolades, you know, no first team mountain West guys on that defense, despite the big numbers. But I think a lot of that is just product of the the few snaps they play because of what they're doing. And then also because of what the offense does.
3: What is the difference in this defense? Why are they so good?
12: I think it's, I think it's just talent. You know, they've, the, the defense I referenced that was giving up 40 points a game, that was in 2013. They made a coordinator switch after that. And since then, it's kind of been the same sort of attacking style. But year after year, they've been able to recruit just a little more talent. You know, you look at the linebackers, there's a couple of three-star recruits there. You know, I mentioned Trey Taylor in the secondary. And up front, there's, there's just a lot of size that Air Force didn't used to have. And some of that's rules of the academy. They've changed some of the, some of the testing requirements while the guys are cadets. But to allow them to put on a little more weight, but I think it's just these guys have seen year after year how they can how they can be effective in this. They always start by stopping the run, and then again, once you sprinkle on a little more talent with kind of a set system, you you see these kind of results.
2: Talking with uh, Brent Brigman from the uh, Colorado Springs Gazette. Brent, tell us a little bit about Troy Calhoun. He's been the head coach since 2007. Does it take a a, a different kind of guy? to be the head coach at a service academy because of all the other commitments these players have to have to bring forth before they even go to the practice field.
12: Yeah. I wish I could tell you more about Troy Calhoun. <laughs> he is such a closed book. He, uh, he is one who plays everything close to the vest. He's uh you know, he's very orchestrated in everything, you know, he says to the media or just the public in general, but I, I do think it takes a, a certain mentality. I don't think you have to be, kind of buttoned up and straight-laced the way he likes to present himself. You know, Kenny Matalolo had a ton of success early at Navy, and he's a very outgoing personality, you know, just very friendly, likes to share. So I think, you know, and then Jeff in at Army is, uh, you know, <laughs> he's a fierce competitor and isn't afraid to tell you exactly like this. So I think you can have success in different ways. I think Troy Calhoun is just, you know, he's an Air Force graduate. He understands exactly what the cadets have to go through on and off the field. So he's very protective of their time and and uh, and just kind of, you know, protective of the program. He likes to keep things shielded. And uh, I think that's one way to do it. I don't think it's the only way, but he's shown year after year that the way he approaches it, you know, can produce wins. So obviously he's going to stick with that.
3: We, we know that Air Force usually is a very disciplined football team just because they're airmen. Is that the same with this football team? Are they disciplined? Very few penalties.
12: Yeah, yeah. I think they. Last I saw, they were leading the nation in fewest penalties per game. If they're not still the leader, they're you know top one, two, or three. So yeah, they're they're a team that doesn't hurt itself often. You know, they don't move backwards on plays. They don't have penalties. You know, when they do pass, it's usually a smart pass. They only have two interceptions all season. So yeah, they're you're not gonna you're not gonna win by letting Air Force beat itself in any way.
2: Service Academy players are, are very prideful anyway. The fact that they beat Army and Navy this year, I I, I guess that has to make their year, doesn't it?
12: Yeah, just because it hadn't happened in so long. You know, Air Force has won that series more than anybody else, but the last time they won it, I believe, was back in twenty sixteen. So none of the players who were currently there had been a part of it in any way. So for them that was that was a big missing item to, to you know, to the boxes they were trying to check off. So that, that made the season, but they also beat Colorado and Colorado State, which is rare that they get to play both those teams. But to play both of them in the same season and beat them both, and they did that also in 2019. So they've had a lot of little little successes they've been able to check off. But yeah, I mean, you go into a season as a, as a cadet hoping to beat Army and Navy because that's what those are the guys you're going to see down the road on active duty. And you know that's most people when they talk to veterans, that's what they ask: have you do it against Army and Navy? So <laughs> they can say they won that trophy. But, uh, and again, the, the fact that they hadn't had that trophy in so long was, it was a really sore point with the program. So that, that was a good one for them to get.
3: I have to ask with Dion being in the neighborhood, is that taking some of the shine off the best football team in the state?
12: It certainly, it certainly has taken some of the attention off of it. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see, uh, once Colorado starts playing games, but that has certainly been the talk of college football in Colorado over the past few weeks.
2: Air Force has been to this bowl game several times. It's is the excitement level, I mean what is the excitement level for uh, coming to fort Worth
12: it's It's off the charts to be to be honest, and not just because of Fort Worth or the bull, but just playing Baylor you know they these guys love playing power five opponents and they we they beat the last four power five teams they've played, you know they just don't get that opportunity very often, and you know one of those, like I said, was Colorado this year, and Colorado was you know they had a terrible season, so that was I think there was a little less pride in that one but they played Washington state in the cheese at bowl in 2019 and beat them Uh, Played Louisville, Louisville last year in Dallas and beat them. And I think, you know, most of these guys weren't recruited by power fives or if they were, it was just kind of a, a cursory, you know, kind of courtesy letter and things like that. And a lot of them, you know, they, they didn't intend to go to service academies. They just sort of ended up at them because they weren't recruited by the big guys. So when they get to play them, there's just that extra little something and, you know, there were a lot of teams floating around for the, for the Armed Forces Bowl. I think UTSA, North Texas, they were being in there. There's it, just a little different something when you're playing a Baylor versus one of those. And, and Air Force relishes that opportunity. So that's where the excitement comes from.
2: Hey, Brent, thanks. We, uh, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you getting up and visiting with us this morning and, and getting us up to speed on, uh, on Air Force. And, and uh, man, uh, thanks so much for, uh, for your time today.
12: Hey, no problem. I appreciate
2: it. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Brent Brigman from the Colorado Springs Gazette. Good stuff. Good stuff. That is getting to know your opponent. That's kind of what that is, right there. That is a uh, that is good stuff. All right. It is uh, seven thirty-nine. We're twenty-one away from eight o'clock. Uh, again, he you you he like he said, Ward. I mean, it's the the excitement level for Air Force is off the charts for lots of reasons. But again, getting to play a Power Five Big Twelve opponent. You know, that doesn't happen every day for those guys. And, and they get that opportunity. And, uh, you know, and it's, uh, it's a reward. And, again, they uh, – you know, he's right. I mean, I didn't even think about that. They beat Colorado and Colorado State. Uh, and then they they beat Army and Navy. Don't well, kid yourself. This is a good football. It's team. It's a really good football team. I don't care if you're playing against Air. You're number one in rushing offense, and you're number one against total in total defense. You're number two or number three in the country against uh, points allowed. They don't give up any points. You don't. You know, if they don't score, you can't win. <laughs> so something to that effect. But anyway, it should be should be fun. I hope uh, you know. Again, I I hope we have a great crowd to come out and no pun intended salute air force and then hopefully Bader plays well and wins the football game. But, uh, this, you know, these young men will be serving, uh, in the United States air force when they graduate. And, you know, they're, they're the guys and the gals that, uh, that go out on the front line uh, along with the, the army and the Navy. And, and look, that's salute. I mean, that's, I mean, I guess that's the bottom line is, is thank them. And then, uh, and it should be a lot of fun. I, I look forward to it. I told you I look forward to the pageantry, whatever that might look like uh, on Thursday night. I look forward to seeing it. All right, it is a uh, seven forty-one. We are nineteen away from eight o'clock. As we mentioned, we are presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Look forward to uh, look forward to uh, the game on uh, on Thursday. And one of our big sponsors for our broadcast from from up in uh, Fort Worth. Is Morrison's gifts, you know, uh, they've got all kinds of things going on. With and they're doing, you know, what several weeks ago was Black Friday, but what they decided to do was continue Black Friday sales on different items, leading right up till Christmas. What a what a great concept! Things like John Hart uh, uh, products, Consuela products, Times candles, all of the, I mean, just different different items they got going on. Home decor, gourmet items, bath and body items uh, they and, and you know and they got the world's softest socks. Oh man and you can get that. What a great idea for some stocking stuffers and, and or they can build you a gift basket and they can send that gift basket anywhere you want them to. They can do that for you. Also don't forget they have free gift wrapping. And, uh, and they can take care of it. And Mark said he'll deliver it anywhere you want it. Mark will get in his car, and he's gonna, he'll drive to Idaho for you if that's what you need him to do. It's Morse's Gifts. They're at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive. Uh, that is right down from Jason's Deli. Stop by, see him today, and tell him we sent you by.
11: Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long,
1: here on the Home of the Bears. The Bears back in action and back in the Farrell Center Tuesday, hosting Northwestern State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 7 p.m. tip-off Tuesday for Baylor Northwestern State basketball. This is the home of Baylor Bear basketball.
11: ESPN Central Texas.
8: Hey, guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and We're Foundation Repair. We're probably not going to be able
4: to do that last commercial on the air. No, I got in trouble.
8: You are inappropriate. I didn't mean to. I know you're accidentally inappropriate.
4: Well, it's, I was born this way. Yeah. Who's that girl that sings that? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Y'all call us and remind me who sung that song, Born This Way. Born it. That... Anyway, why are we here?
8: To tell people that we would be happy to come give them a free inspection for foundation repair. But it's cold. Yes. So I had to be happy in the cold? No, you don't have to. FixItJimmy.com. Just call us. She'll make me show up. I wear my polar bear suit.
10: 254-235-4922. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron.
0: I was always active. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance.
10: Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person,
0: thanks to the Good Feet store.
10: See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com.
3: Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas.
6: This holiday at Metro YT mobile get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more in video. Calling, sharing every memory. So happy together Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details.
10: Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company New York. Each piece, a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond.
0: ESPN Radio
3: Sports Center. I'm Ward Wines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment. UMHB Football named seven players to the Associated Press D3 All-American team, three first team and four second team. KJ Miller was first team offense, and Sante Parker and Titus Dunk were named first team on defense. Kyle King, Ethan Rugman, and Anthony Avilia were named second team offense, and Duran Hill was named second team defense. Marshall beat UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl 28-14. Two bowl games today, Eastern Michigan and San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and Liberty versus Toledo in the Buckle Retam Bowl. Monday Night Football, Packers eliminated the Rams from playoff contention with a 24-12 win last night. Minnesota beat the Mavericks last night 116-106. Eagles' Jalen Hurts has a sprained shoulder and may miss the Dallas game on Saturday night. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feed in the Central Texas Marketplace and advanced foundation repair.
2: All right, 747. drive safely if you're on your way to work this morning. This is game time your first word in sports. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Hey again, if you missed anything on the program, uh, you can always go back and catch it in a uh, in a podcast. We've got uh, all the uh, all the shows up for you almost immediately after they air and it's all right here uh from ESPN you can you can go to syntechsportsfan.com That's com, and check it out we'd uh, we'd love to hear from you anything that uh, that's going on in the wide world of sports the uh CNC Collision center text line is 254 662 662 1660 here's a great one by the way and i didn't even think about this one uh from the 903 the cowboy season could end just like it started losing to Tampa Bay. How about that one? Sure could. Lost at home to Tampa Bay to start the season and then they very well may draw Tampa Bay in the first round of the playoffs. And who knows? So yeah, you're you're exactly right, they could. All right, uh and and I know this is part of the uh, of what college football looks like now, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. Uh, and what I'm talking about is down in down in San Antonio, the Alamo Bowl, Texas and Washington. B. John Robinson has elected to um, to enter the the draft, the 2023 NFL draft, and he made that announcement on Monday. So you know what's coming, Ward. But what my next sentence is, and that is, he will skip playing in the Alamo Bowl however he will be there to root on his teammates I don't need you there I agree either you are or you aren't and I look I get it I mean I you know but with that said you played 40 some odd games and you're you're healthy enough to go into the NFL draft you were good enough to go into the NFL draft could you potentially get hurt yes yes you could but wow, man! All these guys opting out really kind of deflates. Nothing new. No, it's not. It's not. And and the more that those dollars are flashed, the more that uh, you know, the more that they uh, they opt out. It. it and I thought about this the other day, and you tell me if this is even a possibility. When we put together that nil package for Ward White's, could we say Ward? This is going to include every game, even if there is a bowl game you must play? I mean, can there be some verbiage there to get these guys to stay in and play when we do these NIL deals? You could, but it's not going to work. I'm just trying to figure out how to keep a football team together. They're not going to do it. I, You know, I haven't read the article very closely, but I was looking, and, and I think there's several Arkansas players that are not going to play against Kansas in Memphis, what a shame! Mm-hmm. What a shame! It's unfortunate, but that's that's the world we live in right now. It's been that way for a while, yeah. And it's it's unfortunate that that's the direction that we go. And, and again, from from a quote business standpoint, I I understand why you would make that business decision. Yeah, but man, all the other things that go with that, I hate. I absolutely hate. I mean, I want to see you guys play football, and I want I want to see the Texas Longhorns as the Texas Longhorns, not a a shell of the Texas Longhorns or a shell of the Arkansas Razorbacks or a shell of whoever. I want you to, I want you to play. I mean, that that's that's maybe I'm being greedy as a, as a fan, as a college football fan. Maybe I'm just not looking at it correctly.
3: Well. I mean, I I think you there's something to be said about going and and standing with your teammates and and fighting till the very end, and the very end is when the last game is over.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but also I I'm like you, I get it. I mean, you've got a lot of money on the line, and you have a freak accident, and all of a sudden you're a first round draft pick, bounced down to the third or fourth round draft pick. That's that's a whole lot of lettuce.
2: I wonder, and I don't know the answer to this, and I don't know that anybody's ever done the research, how many players have been injured in a bowl game, one of the, quote, meaningless bowl games, and and it's cost them a ton of money? Uh, I, is it a lot of players that have
3: How about been, How about Jalen Smith?
2: Yeah, good point. Good point. But the number of players that play in a bowl game every year and the numbers that get hurt, well, it's... These- the, do still, the math, I
3: mean. You're still taking a chance.
2: Yes, you are. But you're taking a chance every time you go out on the football field. You took a chance the the previous 12 games that you yeah, played in. Yeah, for
3: one more meaningless ball
2: game. But is it meaningless? Yeah,
3: it is. Absolute meaningless.
2: From a competitor?
3: You're a competitor. I know you. I mean, you're a competitor in, I, in checkers. I get it. I get it. But, yeah, for those guys, yeah. Because, it's, uh, again, if you're a third or fourth round draft pick already, Okay. I don't agree with you sitting out of a bowl game. If you're a top five, top 10, and you're playing in a bowl game, that's not a potential for a national championship. If it's just the, you know, cheese it bowl or the famous Idaho potato bowl or whatever (laughs) bowl you want to call it. I love that one. It, yeah, it makes no sense for you to go out there and risk everything if it's just for one more game, financially, it it, it kind of puts you at a a hard decision to make.
2: Maybe the NIL people put together an insurance policy for you. Well, yeah, you could do that. I don't know, man. Is there a way to get guys to play? That's all I'm asking. Is there a way? And I get it. Robinson rushed for nearly 1,600 yards this year, mm-hmm. over 3,400 yards in three seasons, I mean, he had 18 touchdowns. I mean, I get it. He's going to be a high draft pick. He's going to make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So, you know, from that aspect, I understand.
3: Again, I I get it. I understand it completely. Do do I agree with it? No. But it's not going to change.
2: No, it's not. Nothing going to change it. Unless you can figure out a way to, you know, to create an incentive to play.
3: You're not going to. And there's – You're absolutely not going to.
2: There's not enough money to make them play? know hmm. what if there's a bonus, NIL bonus, for playing in the <laughs>
3: – I mean, I'm just – Is it going to try- be bigger than that NFL well, signing I bonus? I don't know. I'm no, just trying to come right, up with ways. I'll tell you right now, it's not. I'm just trying to come up with ways I to get guys to play. I promise you it's not even going to be in the same neighborhood.
2: <laughs> I'm just you, – will you help and quit pushing back? <laughs> I want to <laughs> figure out ways to get guys to play. You're not going to. 7.56. We're four minutes away from 8 o'clock. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to switch gears and we're going to talk some baseball. We're going to bring in Jeff Wilson get caught up on the Rangers and uh, get caught up on the staff, free agency. Just kind of get a – with hey, look. Pitchers and catchers report in February, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we got to get up to speed. We'll talk to Jeff coming up in a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas, seven fifty six. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and John Morse is here with today's Baylor Sports Beat program.
6: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now here's the voice of the Bears
1: ever check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball back on the floor tonight in the Farrell Center. The Baylor women back in action tomorrow afternoon. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Got the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco.
0: It's Baylor and Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Armed Force Bowl. December 22nd in Fort Worth. And here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas.
1: Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions.
7: Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select
9: Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Let's go! Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics.
6: You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris.
1: And welcome back. There is some hoops for the holidays in the Farrell Center today and tomorrow. First, the Baylor men, now number 12 in the nation, coming off the 65-59 win over Washington State Sunday in Dallas, home hosting Northwestern State this evening. Postgame Sunday, Baylor coach Scott Drew visited with Pat Nunley about the two remaining non-conference games before league play begins on the 31st. Northwestern State tonight, Nichols next week.
9: So, Coach, you mentioned uh, the, other, the last question. You mentioned uh, that your team had just finished academic finals. You are now in uh, uh, pre-conference basketball finals uh is that a fair statement you feel like you've got some things that you've got to install and be ready as you get into the big 12 well most definitely uh and and we have two good games before we get into big 12 play i mean
13: northwestern state i think's eight and three and they've played really well and um surprised a lot of people and then you you got Nichols, who uh could have beat mississippi state had a wide open three to to beat them and uh could have beat Tech, and we all know how hard it is to play attack Tech, so uh, those are two really good tests to make sure we're ready getting into uh, uh, conference play, and, and I think uh, uh, defensively, we've made some really good strides since Marquette. Now uh, we need to get a rhythm and routine and try to do the same on the offense. I thought uh, Flo's two dunks were really big. I thought the uh, uh, first one was a set play, the second one was a great play by Keontae, and uh, that really stemmed the momentum. They had a big dunk, and Uh, I thought that was important to to offset.
1: Scott Drew with Pat Nunley on Sunday. Baylor in action tonight against Northwestern State. On the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And Nikki Collin and the now 24th-ranked Baylor women in action tomorrow afternoon in the Farrell Center, hosting Long Beach State. It's a 3 p.m. tip-off tomorrow for the Bears and the Beach. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm Gian Morris.
0: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
2: All right, just after 8 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, Hour 2. And we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, Tom Ward. Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by uh, Jeff Wilson. He covers TCU for Frogs today, and he covers the Rangers for Rangers today. And and Jeff, first of all, thanks for being with us. Let, let's begin with the Rangers Bruce Bochi, the new manager, he's he's got the staff together. What was your your overall impressions of the staff that he built?
14: Well, I think I think the the addition of Mike Maddox is really big. Um, you know, he's Mike. Mike is, you know, one of the best, you know highly highest regarded pitching coaches in, in baseball. Uh, he was with the Cardinals. He wanted to be closer to home. Because um, he, he still lives in uh, Tarrant County here, uh, even after the the and leaving the Rangers the first time, uh, and and you know it's just a, a voice. Uh, you know the, the Maddox name carries a lot of weight in baseball, and um, he, he's gonna he's gonna have these guys more prepared. He's gonna he's gonna build them up. He's gonna teach them how to pitch with their fastball, and and I just think that a, a young staff. And remember, you know, the Rangers have a lot of prospects who are going to be coming up. This is this is a, a, a guy that everybody uh, should be on board with. He's going to command respect. And, and he's got a little old school in him, too. So I think that's going to be kind of a, a, a good thing for the Rangers.
3: Are the Rangers through making moves to go get some more pitching?
14: Well, you know, I, I think right now they're done getting the rotation help. I still think that they're going to sign a couple guys uh, maybe, you know, minor league deals with invites to camp, something like that. <clears throat> if there's, if there's the right trade out there, if they can find that uh, I think they could add a, a starter B because, you know, that in my opinion, there's, they're short on innings, you know, with the Grom and, and uh, Heaney and uh, Odorizzi. they were all hurt at various times last year. And, and uh, really they've been hurt. Even even two years running, so um, you, you just kind of wonder how they're going to manage it all. And I know that they have Glenn Otto and Dave Dunning in the minors, but uh, it just seems like Chris Young really wants guys who've been there and done that. When when
2: you look at the way this this roster is constructed today, here uh, late December, uh, and I know that there's potentially some moves that are still to be made. Do you like where this club is and where this club is going?
14: Uh, yeah, I, I mean they're they're, be- they're better than last year. I still think they uh, they need to fortify the bullpen. You know you're um, talking about the the same guys as last year's bullpen, and really they've they've traded Dennis Santana, which I don't think is going to break anybody's heart. They haven't re-signed Matt Moore yet, um, so there there are questions there. But from the rotation standpoint, the rotation's better, and then the lineup is going to get. In theory, Mitch Garver back healthy, a full year of Josh Young, so it should be better. Um, And you know the offense, the offense was fine last year. You know they they scored a bunch of runs, they didn't actually necessarily score a bunch of runs against like the really good pitchers. So that's probably why they struggled against the Astros again. But um, I I think that from a starting pitching standpoint and an offensive standpoint the rangers are are a good team it's just they gotta they gotta shore up that bullpen and then they have to they have to clean up their defense and that's that's just something they have to have to do within
3: how far away are the rangers right now Jeff?
14: Uh, i you know they think they' they said their goal is to contend this year i i don't i don't know um it just feels to me that they have a lot to do on the bullpen still um but um they're better i mean you know you know, a, a playoff team last year. I think the Phillies were the last team to make the play the playoffs in in either league, and they won 86 regular season games. I think so. The, the Rangers would have to make up 18 wins. I think that's I think that's really hard to do. Um, but I, I think they're better, and and um, you know maybe maybe they can flirt with the the 80 win mark or the five or 500. But like to win 90 games, let's say to you know secure a wild card spot that's a real tough ask.
2: Uh let's switch gears. Let's talk a little bit about uh, TCU and uh, and their playoff run here. Uh it feels like with a lot of the national media, it is congratulations TCU. Uh you made it to the playoffs. Now get out of the way. Uh, do, do you get that
14: <laughs> sense? Kind of, you know. I don't I don't I don't think anybody's giving given them a, a snowball's chance against Michigan and uh, I think And what, why not? Well, you know, that's a good question. You know, the line opened at nine and a half. Um, I, you know, I think everybody looks at, at the Michigan offensive line and and has watched TCU's defense against the run. there are against uh, really, really their last three games um, and they're like, and, and they probably just see a mismatch there. And and I can understand that. But, you know, TCU played 11 straight Saturdays. Their bye week was after week two. And uh, I think that this this time off is gonna is gonna help them get faster. It's gonna help them get stronger. Um, you know, <clears throat> help them get healthy. They didn't they didn't play with one of their starting linebackers against Kansas State, which I thought was a big deal. Um, so I and and really, if if you look at the one the one game that everybody thought T.C. was gonna lose, it was at Texas and and that was probably the defense's best game. There's no question it was, you know, and then, you know, the big, bad Texas offensive line that only had one hill holding penalty all year or whatever. Um, John Robinson had 29 yards in that game, and Texas had 199 yards of total offense. So TCU is definitely capable of matching up against a, a, a very physical team, and then I think that, I think that people aren't uh, paying attention to that. I, I don't, you know, these national guys, you can tell – the day after the – or the day the, the, the playoff rankings were announced and the matchups were set, uh, I was watching ESPN talk about it, and it was like none of them watched TCU play all year. You could just kind of tell they were reading notes or research somebody had done for them. And so I just think that, that nationally there's some misinformation out there, a lack of information, not misinformation, a lack of information. And uh, I think I think the game's going to be close. I really do.
3: Were you surprised Max Duggan is going to leave for the NFL?
14: Uh, not really, you know. Um he graduated over the weekend. Um I I just think that, you know, he's kinda kinda can go out on top here, you know, and then and even if they lose on, on the thirty first, it's the you know, gonna be one of the most memorable seasons in TCU history. He finished second in the Heisman balloting. Um you know, it was it was a great story. It's a great way to cap a, a really nice career. He's gonna, he's going to end up being third, I think, in, in all time in passing yards at TCU. I don't I don't know if he gets drafted in the NFL. Maybe maybe a sixth or seventh round pick, something like that. I think he ends up in a camp. You know, there have been uh, comps to to Taysom Hill, uh, who I think is with the Saints, the former BYU quarterback. Uh, I don't know that Max is as good a passer as, as Hill is, but you know there's a chance i guess but but no it doesn't surprise me and now if you if you kind of put the pieces together and think about how emotional he was after the big 12 title game i think he knew then you know that, that he was probably going to be leaving so um it doesn't surprise me
2: i want to take you back to uh, the matchup with with michigan you mentioned that tcu uh their their bye week came after the the second week and not only did they play a lot of games week to week to week this league the big 12 was so stinking competitive and so stinking deep they played quality opponents every week they didn't get that quote you know freebie uh in the middle of the season and that had to help them as they as they prepared and as they marched through to to get to this michigan game
14: yeah i mean tc was tested i mean you you guys saw and know how how many times they had to come back and you know, they beat Oklahoma state when Oklahoma state still had Spencer Sanders. Uh, I think, I think at the time, Oklahoma state was ranked eighth. Uh, they, they beat Kansas state the next week. Um, it, it's, it, it, it is a tough schedule. There's no doubt about it. There wasn't any, they didn't have any gimmies, you know, even the West Virginia game at West Virginia was, was a little hairy until the end. Uh, they, they finally got, got their blowout, but it was, it was the last week. It was against Iowa state. So, um, yeah, I mean they're they're battle tested and 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 you're right. I mean what 8 8 of the 10 teams in the Big 12 made a made a bowl game. Uh you know, there's no weeks no real weak sisters, you know. The 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 Big 10, we all we all know that from top to bottom the Big Ten's not real strong. It's very top heavy. It's extremely top heavy because really there's only two good teams. I guess I guess Penn State's the third team, but um yeah, I I that you're right. They didn't have any breathers. They didn't have the Northwestern on is on the schedule they didn't they didn't have a trip to Nebraska you know they
12: they
14: had they had tough games and so um that that is that does speak well for their chances I think and uh yeah the big 12 is tough the big 12 is definitely tough do
3: you think that Sonny Dice can keep his staff together
14: well they lost uh one of their recruiting guys Brian Carrington's already left for uh Arizona State. There, uh, there will be guys that, that that get a lot of offers. I think. I think Malcolm Kelly, the former Oklahoma receiver, who's the TCU receivers coach, I think he's a guy that that could get a lot of uh, a lot of uh, love from from other staffs. Uh, you know, and then there's Garrett Riley, of course. You know, I, the the broils of win, winner is the the top assistant in the country. You know, I think A and M has tried to court him pretty heavily. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised in, you know, if after these bowl games, if there's like a, a G5 opening, if he doesn't get considered for that, uh, he's got, you know, he's got the name, he's got the brother over there, USC. And, but, you know, I think, I think a lot of people come to Fort Worth and, and really like it. They don't look at it as a stepping stone anymore. And then with the, the way the conference is going to be changing, um, you know, T, TCU is going to find itself in a pretty, in a pretty good spot once Oklahoma and Texas leave, you know, and and there, maybe there won't be a true blue blood, but there's potential with, with TCU there's potential with Baylor, honestly, you know, just <clears throat> with, with uh, the Metroplex right, right there. So, so plush with, with recruits, there's a real good chance that, that these two teams can uh, can establish a foothold in the big 12. And if you're a coach and you're getting paid good money, you know, I think it would have to take a really top-top job to to lure one of them away.
2: When you when you look at the uh, the, the semifinal game uh, with Michigan, is there one area in your opinion where you say TCU has to do this to give themselves a chance and, and be right there in the fourth quarter?
14: Yeah they they have to they have to be pretty good against the run. I mean, I just you know they the. What whatever they do if if they've been holding if they've been holding anything back after thirteen weeks, they, they have to be able to you know to stop that running game and the TCU you know has the three three five so they only have three three down linemen. Uh they're gonna have to figure something out there because again now, Michigan's line is legitimate, but um I think that's that's the big thing because you know, TCU wants the ball. TCU wants as many possessions as any can as it can get. Michigan's going to be running the ball successfully they're just gonna suck the suck the time off the clock and that's gonna really hamper the horn frogs
2: all right uh, Jeff we appreciate it as always tell us tell us how we can get uh, frogs today and tell us how we can get Rangers today
14: well frogs today um, frogs today.com um, it's 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 a lot like sick and 365 we have uh, we have a lot of YouTube shows and 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 then stuff like that, uh good written content, you know, recruiting days coming up on our guess the early signing period starts Wednesday. So if you go to Frogstead.com, you find a lot of good stuff there. And then Rangers today, nine, uh what, five ninety nine a month, sixty dollars for a year. Um cheap, good Rangers coverage. So makes a good Christmas gift, guys.
2: There you go. Hey, we appreciate it, Jeff. Uh, and you have a Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for yeah, being with thank us. Thank you, fellas. Have a great day. Jeff Wilson uh, from uh, Rangers today and, and Frogs today. It's 8-13. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Recently on Game Time, we welcome in Texas A&M University Commerce, Coach Clint Dazil. I have two older brothers that uh, one played baseball at Mary Hart and Baylor and another brother I High at Baylor. So just kind of want to do something different, get away from home. So uh, that's what you've been trained to do for years is, to, is get out there and get your mind in the game and make new friends. And uh, that's what I'm doing here is another uh, opportunity and a great one at that. My old college, and, you know, when I was here 27 years ago, uh, a lot of happened since then. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray in bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook.
8: Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and oh, Foundation Repair. Okay, I didn't know. Nobody said go. Tom gave me the nod. Oh, Tom nodded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, didn't hear you nod, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but you can nod your head yes to us when we give you a free estimate for foundation repair. What if I don't see them? Well, we can send somebody else. And I'm they, fired. They can say yes. Fired. I'm done. Get it taken care of. So give us a call. We'll go play with my polar bear. 254 235 4922. Or fixajimmy.com.
9: That's me. I know you've heard the exciting news. In our ongoing battle to end truck nudity in our lifetime, Pickup Outfitters is growing and expanding. Next year, we'll move into our new, larger facility on Waco Drive with expanded services, and that means we need more soldiers dedicated to help clean the roads and streets of Central Texas of naked trucks. We're currently looking to add two positions, a store manager and an installer technician. As a store manager, you'll oversee the day-to-day fight to end truck nudity. You'll work with our team to help concerned citizens outfit their truck. You'll help businesses and contractors in Central Texas get their work trucks prepped to keep our community growing. As an installer technician, you'll outfit naked trucks with new and modern accessories. You'll install lift and leveling kits. You'll work on suspensions. You'll be the grease that keeps our machinery running. Won't you consider joining our team? Apply online on Indeed or in person at Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Eyre Drive in Waco.
3: stop by the good feet store in the central marketplace in Waco and now in temple
10: Waco jewelers has exciting news our 75% off sale event is back yes you heard it right 75% off almost everything in the store get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds beautiful wedding rings and wedding bands be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company New York each piece a work of art plus no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Empower your financial
8: future with First Central Credit Union. Game plans are packed with benefits like free checking that pays you back, the ability to make deposits and much more 24-7 at our ATMs, local loan decisions, easy online applications, great rates and flexible terms, instant-issue debit cards with remote control features, and a free new member T-shirt. Join the team today at FirstCentralCU.com. Everything we do, we do for you.
9: Eligibility and Application Requirements Supply, member NCUA. The Season of Savings is here at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry leading EasyGo RXV golf cart, up to $1,000 off the stylish EasyGo Express Cruisers, or save up to $1,000 on the Cushman line of work ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop and store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com.
0: Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business.
2: All right, 818, this is game time. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're uh, glad you're with us. First word in sports is right here. Uh, the uh, Bears and Air Force, they will uh, they will get it going on, uh, on Thursday night, 6.30 kick. And our coverage begins with game day live at 2.30 on Thursday from Amon Carter Stadium in Fort Worth. Look forward to it as the uh, Air Force Academy comes rolling in. And uh, that will be the first game. And, and as Jeff mentioned in our last segment, eight of the ten teams in the Big 12 Conference, uh, have qualified for postseason play, and that will be Game One of those games. And hey look, let's you know, we know that that TCU in Michigan in the semifinals. That's gonna be that's gonna be an exciting. I want to know what game, and I want you to go to the CNC Collision Center text line and help us here. What game are you most looking forward to? That's that's not a playoff game. That, that involves a Big 12 school. And kind of run through these games for us, Ryan. And and let's, uh, you know, kind of get everybody on the same page. And let's talk about what game we're most looking forward to and why.
4: So, of course, to kick off the Big 12 Bowl season, Thursday night will be the Baylor Bears taking on Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. And then the next game after that will be Tuesday, the 27th, in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl in Phoenix. It'll be Oklahoma State taking on Wisconsin Then Wednesday the 28th in the Liberty Bowl, Kansas will take on Arkansas, and that same that same night uh, in the Texas Bowl, Texas Tech will take on Ole Miss. Then Wednesday the 29th will be the Cheez It Bowl in Orlando with Oklahoma taking on number 13 Florida State, and then the uh, that later that night on Wednesday the 29th in the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio, number 20 Texas taking on number 12 Washington. And then also in the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Eve, number nine Kansas and number five Alabama in New Orleans.
3: So there you go. Kansas State.
2: You're looking forward to the Kansas State Alabama game. No, that's he said Kansas. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. All right. Uh Kansas State and, and Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Is there a game that just kind of you go, I'm intrigued by this game because blah, 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 blah.
3: Yeah, the Texas Bowl. Texas and, and Washington. <laughs> no, that would be Texas Tech and Ole Miss. Oh, I thought you said the Alamo Bowl. No, I said the Texas Bowl. Oh, the Texas yeah. Bowl, okay. Well, yeah, for obvious reasons. For you, that's... Ooh, still, it's a great matchup. Yeah? I,
2: I, I'm i kind of intrigued by Kansas and Arkansas. Kansas going to a bowl for the first time in a gazillion years. Well, if Arkansas has any players to show up, they'll run <laughs> yeah, them out well, of the gym. Well, I... Do, will they? Yeah. All Kansas right.
3: is still Kansas.
2: See, I... I want to see. They're going to Memphis. They're jazzed up. Arkansas probably not jazzed up. I want to see. I, Arkansas I, may not have enough to suit well, up. Well, that's a fact. Somewhere. Now, They're I mean, they're they're dropping like flies when it comes to uh, the Razorbacks. But I, I I do I I like I like their neighbors. You know, Kansas, Arkansas, their neighbors. I, I want to see this. I want to see this game in Memphis. Uh, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. And you you can chime in at. Uh, on our CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. Ryan, is there one on the list that uh, that jumps off the page to you?
4: Yeah, you know, I initially wanted to say Texas and Washington, but with B. John Robinson not playing, it might take a little bit of the luster on that one. I I'd probably have to go Kansas State and Alabama. Just it's it's a it's a, <laughs> it, it's, it's a what? Which one? That, did I do it again? No. Oh. Alabama is going to
3: absolutely destroy Kansas State.
4: Okay. You're the expert. No, I'm not an expert. I'm just saying. Well, I just like it because it's it, my opinion. It's a top 10 matchup. And funnily enough, this is the first time these two teams will ever be meeting on the gridiron. So I, I find that interesting. Does as Alabama
2: well. give a hoot about being there? I, do they give a flip about being in that game? Yes. No, they don't. No, they don't.
3: They're going to run them out of the gym for
2: Alabama's football program. It is. It is the. It is the playoffs or nothing. That's where they've established their, their line. Their, their their mark of their mark is the playoffs or nothing. This game is. They could care less about going to New Orleans right. in a Sugar Bowl. They, you know they'll go over there and eat the good food. But I mean that's that's and Kansas State is just giddy as all. They're like Kansas. They can't wait to get there. I mean. I don't think Alabama – you know what? In talent-wise, Alabama may be far superior th- than Kansas State, but good gracious, we keep, we're keep we in this league and we keep knocking our own league. Uh, they don't have a chance. They don't have a chance. None of them They're have a chance. They're going to get run out of the gym. Okay, we'll see. That's why they play the game and they start 0-0. Uh, Corey says, I'm looking forward to the highly paid Jimbo Fisher and the fighting Texas A&M Aggies. Can you tell me their game time? <laughs> that is not nice, Corey. That,
3: That's awesome. That is not very nice, Corey. Hey, Aggie's got a new uh, a new linebacker commitment yeah. yesterday. Torian York is nice. committed to A and M Temple Wildcat.
2: So, I wonder what his NIL deal looks like. I don't know. So, uh, from the two five four, of course, it's. The Baylor game, since I'm a bear, but from the panhandle and Tech is my number two team. So let's go Texas Tech and Ole Miss. I agree. I think, I think that's going to be a fun one. I I've,
3: There's a lot of good. I'm intrigued about the uh, Oklahoma State-Wisconsin bowl game, too. Have they met Oklahoma uh, State and Wisconsin? I'm sure they have at some point. They have not.
4: It's one of the three Big 12 bowl games in which the opponents have not met. They've never played on the gridiron.
3: I just want to see what Oklahoma State team shows up. Well, and who's the quarterback and, you know. Yeah.
2: All that good stuff. From the 907, the only bowl games that really matter for the Big 12 are the games that were playing against the SEC and maybe the Big 10. All right. All right. Uh, You know, I'll roll with that. Football junkie, it's Kansas. If KSU beats here we go. If KSU beats Alabama, TCU wins the uh the national championship. What does that say about the Big Twelve? So well, it says it's a terrific conference. I think it's a terrific <laughs> conference, whether they whether they uh win the national championship or not. I think it's a deep conference. I mean, we all talked all year long about, you know, how eighty percent of the teams in the league were pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were. Uh, and, and, and Jeff was right when he said the Big Ten's got two or three really, really, really good teams, you know, than the rest. If you wouldn't play Purdue, would you be afraid?
3: Nah. Probably not.
2: I mean, if you played Nebraska, I mean, you know, if you play Oklahoma State, and West, don't
3: you think Oklahoma State – Things are about State, to change in Nebraska. Well,
2: I – I yeah. But would you be afraid? Oklahoma State's playing Wisconsin. You brought up that game. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State's played six teams as good as Wisconsin this year already. They have, they have, and won most of them. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I don't think we give the league enough credit. And maybe they all get boat raced over the holidays in these in these in these games. I don't uh, think so. But we'll find out. We will
3: find out. Can Oklahoma beat Florida State? <laughs> Can
2: uh, No, I think Florida State – heck, I think Florida State may be playing as good as anybody right now. Pretty good. They – uh, you know, the back half of the – go look at the back half of their season. Pretty darn impressive. Mm-hmm.
3: In Oklahoma – Their defense got better.
2: Oh, yeah. C- considerably. So, anyway – uh, all right, T 26 Thought we'd have a little fun with that, uh, with the Big 12 and, and where they are going. And there may be a bowl game that does not involve a Big 12 team that you you want to talk about. I haven't, haven't even thought about that. I've just been focused on the conference. But is there a bowl game that's not a playoff game that intrigues you? You know, and, and again, I kind of like the idea like Oklahoma State and Wisconsin. They've never played. Who cares? Go do something different. It's a bowl game. I mean, at the end of at the end of the day, you know, I think you said it earlier. I mean, it, look, if you want to go in with momentum and and a win gives you momentum going into your offseason, but at the end of the day does it really matter? So, why not yeah. match up with with Wisconsin? Well, you know, Oklahoma I mean, why not play, you know, put these these matchups together? I, I kind of like way that some of these have fallen so we'll find out uh and again we've got how many bowl games today
4: today we have two or three i think it's two today we had we had uh two yesterday
2: now ironically thursday when the bears play air force that is the only bowl game For that particular day, for Thursday. Mm -hmm.
3: But there's a bunch. You got two today. It's Idaho Potato Bowl, Eastern Michigan, San Jose State, (laughs) and the Boca Raton Bowl, Liberty and Toledo.
2: It's it's the Tater Bowl.
3: (laughs) (laughs) One game tomorrow, the New Orleans Bowl, Western Kentucky and South Alabama, and one game on Thursday, Air Force and Baylor. And then what about Friday? Uh I'm curious about Friday. Friday it opens up a little bit. Well, you know, you only have two Independence Bowl, Louisiana and Houston, and the Gasparilla Bowl with Missouri and Wake Forest on Friday. Huh. Christmas Eve, you have one bowl game, the Hawaii Bowl. That's kind of a,
2: a tradition, isn't it? And playing the Christmas Eve game in Honolulu or mm-hmm. whatever.
3: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So MTSU in San Diego State. And then nothing on Christmas Day. NFL. Yeah. And NFL on Saturday for that matter. No.
2: Okay. All right. So there you go. I mean, you've got a ton of football. Get ready. Get ready. Uh... And let's see how it all rolls. All right, uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, where you can check out the new 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cab, Lone Star Edition, total values of 6,250. dollars At first responders, you get an extra $500. How about the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited, two row and three row, total value up to $4,000. And again, first responders an additional $500. Best selection of new cars and trucks in all of Central Texas, right there at Allen Samuels. Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat as they make unbelievable deals in the month of December during the big finish sales event going on at Allen Samuels. Ted Teague and his staff ready to talk to you right now. And uh, you can give them a call to discuss uh, a vehicle. You can go by and see them. To check out a vehicle, they're at 201 West Loop 340. That's just down from Highway 84. Uh, You can also give them a call at 772-1000. And remember that website. If you want to check out uh, some of the stock that is right there on the lot, you can do that at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business.
11: This Thursday, Baylor looks to ground Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. 4.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, live from Fort Worth. It's a 6.30 kickoff for the fourth meeting all-time between the Bears and the Falcons. Catch all the play-by-play with John, JJ, and Ricky. It's Baylor and Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. This Thursday, right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas.
0: Hi everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is new bike month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco.
6: This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more in video Calling, every So happy together Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details.
3: Payments for qualified buyers at 59 for 72, with $5, down, cash for
11: free, extra, for details. It's the Holiday Savings Event at Richard Carr.
6: Qualified buyers get a 2014 GMC
11: Acadia Denali or a 2014 Buick Enclave with three roads and leather for only $224 a month. Or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $238 a month. Find a dozen vehicles under 23 dollars with every vehicle put through a 172-point inspection. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the Holiday Pre-Owned Savings Event at Richard Carr.
1: At Richard Carr, we give you
0: more. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
9: Black Friday deals are here at Republic Gun Club. If you're hunting for the perfect gift for your outdoor enthusiast this Christmas, we have firearms, accessories, and memberships all on sale. Stop by and spread some joy this holiday season. Remember, Republic Gun Club is your home in the range.
5: When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan forklifts cuz they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric and pneumatic forklifts. You buy and rent at Asco Equipment and they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. Asco Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is.
1: ESPN Radio Sports
3: Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Lone Star Structures. UMHB football named seven players to the Associated Press D3 All-American team, three first team and four second team. KJ Miller was first team offense, and Sante Parker and Titus Dunk were named first team on defense. Kyle King, Ethan Ruckman, and Anthony Avila were named second team offense, and Duran Hill was named second team defense. Marshall beat UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl 28-14. Two bowl games today, Eastern Michigan and San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and Liberty versus Toledo in the Buckle Retam Bowl. Monday Night Football, Packers eliminated the Rams from playoff contention with a 24-12 win last night. Minnesota beat the Mavericks last night 116-106. Eagles Jalen Hurts has a sprained shoulder and may miss the Dallas game on Saturday night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
2: 834, welcome back into the program. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. As we roll through this Tuesday morning, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And well, okay, maybe it's not. Uh, let's welcome into the program <laughs> from K- like. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm- it's, a- it's mental. I'm trying to create a mental picture. It's going to be a balmy 75 on Thursday afternoon. No, it is not.
3: 52 at kickoff. Okay, go ahead and
2: wear your shorts. All right. Uh, from Channel 25 KXXV, we say good morning to Jack Allen. Jack, how are you today, buddy?
13: Hey, I'm doing good, Tommy. I'm uh not a fan of this weather growing up in South Louisiana this is like i don't know if whenever we say hell froze over this is what <laughs> it feels like um and so <laughs> i am uh, not looking forward to getting outside today
2: uh jack i, I we we saw this morning on social media uh, an announcement that you made would you would you mind sharing with us
13: yeah so um last night was actually my last uh Last on air day um, with channel twenty five. Um, I've got an opportunity that I'm going uh heading up to Little Rock to take a take a job up there, get closer to my family, closer to my wife's family especially. Um and so it's kind of been a bittersweet time. We finished covering up state, wrapped up the high school football season. Um and that was kind of my ride into the sunset with with twenty five, but um, so last night was kind of, was my last on air day Got a few more days to kind of turn my gear in do all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's the big news going on in my neck of the woods.
2: So you're going to Little Rock. First of all, congratulations, uh, on the move. Secondly, uh, we're going to miss you. You did a ter- tremendous job covering central Texas sports. And I, and I sincerely mean that.
13: I appreciate that. You know, it, it's, it's a ride unlike any other. I had no idea whenever I came here that I would be here this long, but I also had no idea that I'd be covering as much winning as I have in three and a half years. We've got a national a couple national championships between Baylor basketball, and UMHP football, countless state championships in football, baseball, basketball, whatever. You know, I went to the world series with A&M. And so, uh, so much winning here in Central Texas in the Brazos Valley that I've gotten the chance to to be a part of and cover, and hopefully did at least a half decent job, you know.
3: Dang, what was the highlight of the Texas high school football playoffs this past week?
13: Man, there is nothing quite like a game-winning field goal to win state, and I got to cover two of them on back-to-back days. Franklin did it on a uh, Thursday night and then China spring followed that up with a walk-off on Friday and to see those kind of mirrored back-to-back days. And it just the joy on those kids faces the joy in the parents faces on the sidelines. I mean, there, there's no feeling that can quite quite match that uh, at least in, in in the high school realm to be able to, to walk off for a state championship. Uh, that was such a cool atmosphere to be in and to be in it two nights in a row was so special
2: you mentioned you're from uh south louisiana uh did you and i know uh, louisiana texas are neighbors did you did you understand fully what you were getting into when you got here and covering texas high school football
13: you know it, it's weird i tell people there there are some ways where i feel like texas high school football is overrated and i know that i'll get you know put Put to the stake for saying that. But I I do think that there are some ways where Texas high school football isn't that much more special than Louisiana high school football. But one thing that I will say is the way that high school football here is covered at a state level and the way that people care about it at a state level is unlike anything that I was ready for. You know, the idea that I would have people from East Texas from the panhandle who cared what was going on in Mark, Texas was not something that I was ready for when I came here in the first place.
9: Jack, we
3: were having a discussion on the big 12 bowl games. Uh, what is the best big 12 bowl game in your opinion?
13: Man, well, obviously, you know, TCU playing in the playoffs is going to be the thing that I, is, that I'm most interested in. I think going forward for the conference, that is such a big game because I think, we've seen it in the past whenever the big 12 has gotten to the big stage whenever oklahoma has gotten to the big stage they've fallen flat time and time again and if the big 12 wants to prove that it, it's still going to be a contender moving forward into this new era without texas and ou they need for tcu to at the very least be competitive in that game with michigan i think it's a fun matchup i think that it could be a pointsy game. And so I'm really excited for that. But I'm mainly excited just to see whether or not TCU can make a statement that the Big 12 is here to stay. And I think that a lot of people will be watching that to see whether or not, you know, the Big 12 really can compete in this new era of realignment. That's moving
2: forward. Is that what it's going to take uh, to win like, like it has in basketball with, with Baylor and Kansas and, and Baylor women? Is it going to take winning – to to get the 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 respect if you will uh for this league in in football minus Texas I, and Oklahoma once they leave
13: I, I think so I think really at the very least it needs you need to be competitive we've seen you know teams that are the the 3 the 4 seed come in and get blown out in these playoff games time and time again and the Big 12 has never really proven that they can compete on the stage you had that one oklahoma team that went to overtime against georgia in the rose bowl but outside of that i mean it, the the knock against the big 12 has been that they they aren't able to to play up to the level of the sec and the big 10 and if they want to prove that it's not just a two super conference world that we're living in i think that they're going to have to do that this year and if they don't then it then it starts to beg the question and it becomes more deserving of the fact that, okay, so an undefeated Big 12 compared to a two-loss SEC team, it becomes a question, like, does the Big 12 deserve to get in? We've seen them get blown out time and time again. So if the Big 12 can prove through TCU that they belong in that conversation that they can compete, well, then it's a lot harder to, to rule them out, to rule out an undefeated or one-loss Big 12 team in the future, if we've seen them compete on the biggest stage this year.
9: Air Force, Baylor coming
3: up day after tomorrow. What do you see in this game?
13: Um, my hope is that it lasts about an hour and a half and everyone can go home. it. Um, going <laughs> to be a lot of running the football. You know, when you look at the wind, it's, I mean, it just is not conducive to throw the ball. Not that either team really, I think, is going to want to throw the ball in the first place. I, I do have to say, Baylor had an advantage in the passing game. Obviously, Air Force doesn't throw that a lot, but they also are not great at defending the pass. I want to say they're like 115th in defensive passing efficiency. So that was going to be an area that Baylor could have exploited in the Air Force defense, but with the wind howling the way it is, with as cold as it is, it's not really going to be that viable of an option. The question is going to be who can dominate in the trenches the most. And so I think this will be a test of a Baylor run defense that wasn't that great this year. And I think it's going to come down to whether they are able to bow up and and slow down a team that is going to make that night a living hell for them, just the way that they block, the way that they run, the way that they are going to try to beat you up in the trenches. Um, And so I think it's going to come down to that defensive line and whether they can stand up to that challenge. Hey,
2: Jack, does does the Baylor defense look different with uh, Dave Miranda coordinating it, calling it, and, and putting it all together?
13: I don't know. I mean, at, at the end of the day, like, your base defense is your base defense, and I don't think they're going to do too much to change that up uh, at this point in the year. Um, and, I mean, Dave single fingerprints are all over how this defense works anyway, so I don't know if I necessarily see there being that big of a, a difference schematically, that big of a difference in what they do. I think it's really just going to come down to a how motivated are you to go out and get hit in, in the cold, in the nasty weather, and, and how much this uh, line is going to be able to hold up. It was interesting whenever we were talking with Air Force head coach Troy Calhoun earlier, whenever the ball was announced, he was talking about Apu in the middle and said, He doesn't think that Air Force has ever played anybody as good as him on the D-line. And so I think this could be – I think that Baylor has some freak athletes uh, in that front that could cause a lot of problems for Air Force. Uh, But the question is going to be whether they are ready and they can bring their own energy into a game that's going to feel dead from the start.
9: Jack,
2: uh, you mentioned you're headed to Little Rock. Uh, we know you're going to cover UALR, but uh, what's the beat? Is it, is it Arkansas? Is it Memphis? W- where, where, do, where do the viewers of Little Rock, what do they turn to for their college football?
13: Look, it is all hogs all day. It is that blue pig Suey life, let me tell you. So I went to school um, at Harding University. It's about 45 minutes from uh, Little Rock, and I had so many friends who were so diehard Arkansas fans. and Anytime you went in, in the Walmart, which is what you do in Searcy, Arkansas, is you go hang out at Walmart. Arkansas <laughs> stuff from floor to ceiling. And so um, that's going to be be a majority of what we cover. They've got a good high school hoop scene in Little Rock. They've got, you know, I've seen football not quite at the level that we have uh, here. Um, but it's going to be a lot of the Razorbacks and then UALR, APB and some D2 football with Harding and Watshahaw uh, right around the corner.
2: Hey, buddy, congratulations. Uh, we wish you the very best.
13: Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it.
2: Have a great day. Uh, that is uh, Jack Allen from uh, Channel 25, KXXB. It is 845. We're 15 away from 9. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. From the 744, Ward, uh, remind Ward that he is not Paul Feinbaum. Case state is coming, baby. <laughs> that is from the 744. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. After the eye roll, he says, come on with it. Uh, 845, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas.
11: Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM.
1: The Baylor women back in action Wednesday afternoon in the Farrell Center, hosting Long Beach State. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Wednesday on 104.9 FM.
11: Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM.
9: Life Friday deals are here at Republic Gun Club. If you're hunting for the perfect gift for your outdoor enthusiasts this Christmas, we have firearms, accessories, and memberships all on sale. Stop by and spread some joy this holiday season. Remember, Republic Gun Club is your home in the range.
3: Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from your friends at Agritech Animal Health. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies and take the worries out cost-effectively. That's what you get with Agritech Animal Health and Chad Spitzer and his staff. With over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry, from the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to serve you with that personal feel and products that you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game. 254-883-5500. Merry Christmas from Agritech Animal Health.
8: I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it.
11: Jeff Hunter Toyota, Toyota Quality, Waco Values. Howdy, Check Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no. A particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself, join me. And let's find some bears in the wild.
6: Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni.
0: Merry Christmas from game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas.
9: Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do
1: if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money,
5: my future, my credit union. Genco.
3: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Lone Star Structures. UMHB football named seven players to the Associated Press D3 All American team three first team and four second team. KJ Miller was first team offense, and Sante Parker and Titus Dunk were named first team on defense. Kyle King, Ethan Ruckman, and Anthony Avilia were named second team offense, and Duran Hill was named second team defense. Marshall beat UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, 28 to 14. Two bowl games today, Eastern Michigan and San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and Liberty versus Toledo in the Buckle-Ritan Bowl. Monday night football, Packers eliminated the Rams from playoff contention with a 24-12 win last night. Minnesota beat the Mavericks last night, 116 to 106. Eagles Jalen Hurts has a sprained shoulder and may miss the Dallas game on Saturday night. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas marketplace and advanced foundation repair.
2: All right, it's 8.50, 10 away from 9 o'clock. John Morse is coming up at 3 this afternoon. Matt Mosley, 4 o'clock from Fort Worth uh, as we kick off our coverage of the uh, Armed Forces Bowl from uh, downtown Fort Worth. We'll be there with the shows originating uh, from downtown Fort Worth this afternoon. Uh, tomorrow morning and tomorrow afternoon and then Thursday morning. Then Thursday afternoon, we move over to the uh, to the campus. Uh, in uh, Aaron Carter Stadium for for the game, our game coverage, and that begins with Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, 2.30 on Thursday as uh, we get you ready. And then you know what we're going to do on Friday? Nothing. We're going to take the day off. Uh, the, the boss around here, uh, Matt Mosley, said we could have Friday off. So, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take Friday off. So, uh, that'll be kind of fun. That'll be our Christmas day off. So we'll do that. And then we're back with you on Monday. uh, Recapping all the weekend in sports cowboy game on Saturday. And uh, we'll do that for you. All right. uh, Speaking of the Cowboys. Just give me a gut feeling. Jalen hurts play. Hurts is hurt, by the way. (laughs) Thanks, Mike Crow. Yeah, Mike Crow from down the hall at Shooter 92.9 gave us that one. I was just kind of waiting for it. Uh, But he is. I mean, he's got a little shoulder thing
3: going and. Would, would if you're if you're the Eagles, would you play him? I I leave it up to my quarterback. I really do. I mean, if he's if he feels like he wants to play and he's capable of playing, without, that's the question, isn't it? And without further injury, then yeah, I I let him get out there. If 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 there's a risk of further injury or if he feels like you know what, let's let's get this one hundred percent. It's sprained. It's not anything that's you know. At this time of the year, everybody's hurting a little bit, so somewhere um but if you do know. let him play, you got a close eye on him right oh, I mean, yeah, I would yeah. think so yeah. i mean does does another win over the cowboys really mean a whole lot to the Eagles? No, does a win for the cowboys mean a lot for the eagle for for them well i I think it does mentally if if nothing else um I don't again, I don't see the Eagles. And, and maybe I'm just looking at it wrong, but I don't, I don't see the Eagles.
2: What is the really Eagles'
3: ultimate goal?
2: Well, win, they, win they the want, division and get home field
3: advantage, right? Yeah, and they, they, you know, Pretty they much want got them, that. They do, and you know, you got you got the Saints after this. You got the Giants.
2: <laughs>
3: I. Those are both very winnable for the Eagles. Yeah, even without Jalen Hurts, maybe I don't know.
2: Yeah. Again, it's you know, I don't know that the number of wins matters. I think the ultimate goal I think goal, they
3: want to go into the playoffs on a little bit of a roll, well, sure 100% you do. healthy. Yeah. I mean, you know, everything Well, that,
2: if you're going to be 100% healthy, don't you have to kind of at some point sit him down a little bit and let him
3: Probably so, yeah. yeah.
2: But the ultimate goal is to be the number 1 seed, have home field
3: advantage all the way through. I it look, I I think the Eagles can come in here without Jalen Hurts and still beat the Cowboys. Probably can. Probably can't. The Cowboys
2: showed me something Sunday. And, and I don't, you know, and you can say, well, don't overreact over one game. Well, first of all, it's not one game. The week before they didn't play very well against Houston. That's that's one that's point one. Point two, you knew what you had to do on the road against Jacksonville to make the Eagles game on Christmas Eve mean what you wanted it wanted it to to mean. You built a twenty seven to ten lead and then you let it go away. And you can say, well, it was defense. Well, it was off. No, it was the football team that did that. I mean, there's enough blame to go around, including that offensive coordinator that Ward loves so much, Kellen Moore. I mean, well, there was – there I was, think there was, so. There was, you know, there's enough blame to go around. And you it, can say, it, well, you gave up 30 points. You did. But that throws a pick at the 22. But your offense didn't help you. Nope, they didn't put you in a good spot.
3: They didn't put you in a good spot at all. I mean, I, I lay this one at the offense's feet, and I get it. They gave over 500 yards. Fine. No, you shouldn't. But still. Some would say, Ward, that you scored
2: 34 points. That should be enough
3: to win. Well, okay. Maybe, maybe not. Not if you're giving the ball inside the red zone (laughs) half the day. Well, and and again, I will go back and
2: say, for me, it's one drive. At the end of the – Trevor Lawrence turns the ball over. You got a chance to go – How about your
3: quarterback just throw it to the right color jersey?
2: Bingo. And how about you go get one – One stinking first down when the game's on the line and you couldn't do it. Your offensive group could not do it. Whether it was play calling, play execution, or whatever, you didn't get it done. So, more on that tomorrow. Uh, We'll uh, we'll be with you from Fort Worth tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. For Ward and Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. John Morris up at 3 today.